Hey everybody and welcome to another show of Turn It Up and as usual it is packed to the brim with some of the best music around. Now we're going to kick off the show with a Gallagher and there's lots of them in Ireland particularly in Donegal but this particular Gallagher family had a huge celebration uh, when the President of Ireland bestowed on them a very special honour there a few days ago and we are over the moon for them we're so happy it's an acknowledgement of their contribution uh, to the music business in ireland johnny gallagher's father sean you know started it all off years ago as they said in one of the local papers the gallagher family family have been entertaining people for five decades and it's lovely to see it recognised uh, as, you know, an outstanding contribution to music in Ireland. So we're going to kick it off with with a song of Johnny's. Now, we're actually, Johnny's mother's no longer with us. And this song was a favourite of hers. So not we're not going to leave out Mary either. She was such a, a wonderful woman. I wasn't. Uh, lucky enough to have met her in person before she passed on but i know this was a favorite song of hers so congratulations to all the gallagher family and uh, this is johnny and the jesus song Made it. 
I take the medal of Jesus Christ that my mama gave to me. Then the tape of Elvis that I've had for so long. I sit with big old tears in my eyes and I listen to every song. What a great start to the show. That was Johnny Gallagher and uh, a track from the 2020 Vision album that came out in 2020, The Jesus Song. And as a bim hearty congratulations to all the Gallaghers, uh, Johnny and his brothers and uh, everyone else in, in the family. And of course, Sean, uh, Johnny's dad, uh, that started the ball rolling. Uh, I'm sure a very proud moment uh, for them when they went to Horace and Uchthorne to receive the reward. Um, really, really delighted for them. But we're going to keep it going. We're still staying in Donegal because this is another great band. Uh, fantastic people. The Kings of Cool. And as you all know, there's another festival, Rhythm and Blues Festival, taking place in Ballyshannon towards the end of the month. And, uh, you know... Rory is so much associated with all of this. So uh, this is the Kings of Cool and the King of the Guitar. We know who that is.
Looking like the glory days When it's late at night on a summer breeze You can still hear shadow play Yeah, great track. That's the Kings of Cool and the King of the Guitar, their tribute to the legend that's Rory Gallagher. Now, here's someone at the minute that's making uh, quite a lot of waves in, in, the, in the States and uh, there's talk of Grammy nominations and a whole lot of stuff. And this is Tyron Benoit. And this is the title track from an album released in 2022. This one's called Waiting on Friday.
Well, if you didn't dance around the kitchen to that, there's definitely so you must have taken sleeping tablets or you've passed from this world. What a great track. And, uh, you know, in weeks ahead, you're going to hear from Tyron as well. I interviewed him and uh, he's a great guy and uh, certainly would love to come to Ireland and we'll see what we can do about that. But, you know, the Cajun Creole music, wow, you know, it's so full of heart and soul. It's just great. Um, and and that goes out to Marlene as well, because I know, uh, you know, Marlene does a lot of work for a whole lot of artists, including Tyron. And that's, I think, one of our favourite tracks. So that's for you, Marlene. <clears throat> then well, we, we have to keep moving because there's so much to be done. Sorry for the coughing, but COVID's gone, but it still has the odd claw at me again. This is Paul Brady. Excuse me, I have to clear my throat. <coughs> Sorry, this is Paul Brady and the Forest Rangers, and this is taken from the soundtrack of the Amazing Sons of Arnarchy uh, series. This is his version of the classic Gimme Shelter. <laughs> It's just a 
Yeah, with a bit of an Irish tint to it there. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant verse. And that's Paul Brady and the Forest Rangers and Gimme Shelter. Next up, we have Silver Roller and brand new from them. And this one's called Hold.
Yeah, that was Silver Roller on hold, and that's brand new out from them right now. Really great stuff, I think. Now, we're going to keep it rocking. This is Riley's LA Guns, and this is new from them, and this one's called Dark Horse. <laughs>
Yeah, that was Rayleigh's LA Guns and Dark Horse, and that's out now, brand new and out now. Now, here's someone else I kind of like a lot. This is Danny Bryant, and um, a hard way to go. i 
Yeah, that was Danny Bryant and Hard Way to Go. And that's taken from an album he released earlier this year called Rise. Um, really like that. But then uh, Danny delivers uh, day in, day out. Next up, we have Lansdowne. And this is new from them. And this is called Safe Ward. I like it when you choke me. You love it when I pull your head nearly over me. Make it hard to breathe. Till I'm gasping for air I like it when you hold me Tell it to your satisfied Bring me to the edge, girl Take me to the other side We don't need a safe word What you do to me, the way you bite my lip Yeah, you're fighting dirty Every single time I try to leave You got me on a leash And now I'm begging for it Don't stop, give it to me, woman Your nails digging in at my skin So close, got you Build me up and play me again I like it when you choke me
Yeah, good stuff. Good, powerful stuff. That was Lansdowne, and that's their new single, and that's called Safe Ward. Now, next up, we have Cold Irons Bound and Temper Down. <laughs>
Yeah, that's the new single taken from the album called No Place I Can't Find You. God, sounds ominous that. Anyway, that's new from Cold Irons Bound. Now, we're almost up at the point of the torn up interview. And as always, we'll be playing a track from the featured artists. And actually, we have two bands to play from because this girl is so busy and so full of talent. She actually plays in two bands. Uh, we are, of course, talking with Jackie Chambers, who primarily with Girl School, but she's also with Sestaria as well. So we're going to hear tracks from both bands. But first of all, we're going to hear from Girl School and this is Bump in the Night. What a great track. That's taken from their new album that's out called uh, WT45. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a, a, a tip of the cap to their 45 years on the road. Uh, excuse me. So 
As I say, I'm chatting with Jackie about what's been going on. She's been a very busy girl the last few months, uh, you know, with Citeria and also with Girl School, both with new albums out, both with gigs on the road. So let's not waste any more time. Let's press the button and hear the Tordop interview with Jackie Chambers. Hey everybody and welcome to another Torn Up interview. Now, the person I'm bringing on now, well I'll tell you what, from we last spoke towards the end of last year, um, well this has been a busy, busy girl. She's involved in two bands, there was new albums, there was lots of dates and tours heading off now very shortly onto the continent. She's a wonderful person, someone that I'm very proud to have as a friend, but this is someone that has so many fingers and so many pays and does everything so well. Will you give a massive welcome to the one and only Jackie Chambers of Girl School? How are you, Jackie? Hi, Jerry. Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, super busy as usual. I love it that way. Yeah, I mean, when we last worked together, we did a special programme on the Girls That Rock, and boy, did I enjoy that, because I think it shot a light on a lot of amazing stuff, and, and thanks again for doing that. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been really good. I'm looking up a couple of bands as well, you know, what, what you play. It's, it's amazing. You get to find out new bands all the time. I mean, doing all the festivals we do, that's really where I discover some new music, really. It's the only time I get a chance <laughs> So yeah, shows like that really help when you're, you know, you're looking for something new to listen to. Yeah, and sure, look at who knows, we may, may look at maybe another project like that in the not too distant future. But today, we're here to talk about you. Um, we're here to talk about, my God, the busy, busy year you've had so far. So look at, will you fill us all in on what's been happening in the world of Jackie Chambers? Do tell. Well, this year, um, Girls School released an album July 28th, and then Sightearing released an album, brand new album, two weeks later in August. <laughs> so that two months of, uh, three months basically, I was doing interviews pretty much all day long for both bands and getting very mixed up between the two <laughs> at times. Yeah, I couldn't remember who I was talking to sometimes. But yeah, it's been brilliant because obviously uh, both albums have had really good reviews, which has been phenomenal. It's been great response. And uh, so, yeah. I mean, you can't ask for better than that, can you? You record an album and people like it, people are buying it. Girls' School went to number one in the official rock charts, so that was <laughs> amazing. I was at Rebellion at the time with Cyteria uh, playing, and I just heard, oh, we're number one in the charts. Took 45 years, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cyteria's album came out a couple of weeks later, and we were getting like 10 out of 10 in music mags, and 9 out of 10, and 5 out of 5. It's like, oh my God, what's going on? This is amazing. <laughs> Just have to uh, get the gigs now to go with that and promote it more. So well, that's what we've been doing since then, just a gig here, a gig there with Girl School and gigs of here, sort of squeezing them in between each other. We're about to go out with uh, Girl School again to France and Finland next week, so it all starts again. Listen, it couldn't happen to a better person because, you know, as you can listen to this, folks, this woman is so full of love and passion for what she does. And, you know, when you have that, you, you can't be stopped. I mean, th th that's the thing. And, I mean, you know, I look at bands where, uh, you know, maybe they haven't just the same enthusiasm they used to have, but you have it all, girl, and then some. So, I mean, it shows... And, and and that's why everything's going so well for you and will go well because you have that in your heart and soul that once you have that, um, then everything shines. Yeah, 
you love what you're doing, it's always going to come out of you. It's always going to exude from you. If you if you go on stage and you're just going through the motions and you're there for money or whatever, not that there is any anymore, but if you're there for just a pay packet, you know, you're just going to it's just going to show the audience are going to see through that. They want some passion on stage. They want somebody who looks like they're enjoying themselves, not just staring at their feet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, they want to go away entertained, and if they can go away saying, "Oh, I like that song because she did this and this, or she said that," or you know, some kind of audience interaction, it just likes to be part of the gig rather than you just go on play and get off and go home. You know, I just don't get that at all. Uh, you're so right, you know, Jackie, because, I mean, I saw you in On the World in London back, that was, I think, December, sometime, I can't remember the date, but sometime December last year. And, I mean, you could feel the, the connection between the audience and yourselves, which any, any really successful live band is able to do that because they realise that, it's not just them, it's the people who come in and bought their ticket to see the band, that they almost become the additional member of the band. They're there to enjoy everything together. And that makes for a great experience that whenever the gig is over, people really feel they've taken part in something really special. And I'm sure it's the same for the band, that if you get great audience connection and participation, you feed off that and in turn it intensifies the energy on stage and the connection with the audience. Yeah. It's a little cycle. If you give it out, they give out, get back. It just goes around. It just gets bigger and bigger. And it's always a great feeling when they, they, you can see the audience are with you. They're smiling. I love to look out and they're singing and smiling and clapping along and, you know, not just talking to each other like sometimes. It's always a good feeling that. I mean, I think we, we go on, I mean, girls' school, we're never going to be the best musicians in the world, but we go on to entertain, you know. We just like to get our songs out there, get people singing along. A bit of a party band, I'd say we were, really. <laughs> Yeah, and tell me, how how does it work, you know, the fact that two bands, two apps, and like Satiri is a different style of a band, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, how do you, like, I'm sure when you go out and play, you're getting some of the same fans, obviously, mm-hmm. that's coming to see, you know, uh, what kind of, do you have to, in your mind or head, do you change, um because the songs are a different style, I'm, I'm I'm struggling here. But just to be able to, do you do you change your approach to how you play, or is there no, a difference in your style, or is it basically the same, only just different I song? Just play it, that's me. I mean, realistically, when I write songs at home, I put all I demo them on computer, so the finished products, and then I play them to girls' school and sideshow and see who likes what. I mean. Uh, there's a song called It's a Mess, which is on both albums, because both bands liked it, so I thought, well, why not? We'll do it on both. But yeah, I mean, Girls School and Sideria are two de- definitely different beasts. I mean, there's no point, when I started Sideria, there's no point in doing exactly the same thing twice. It's just pointless. I wanted to do something, you know, that's still me, but I've got, like, I love other kinds of music as well, like uh, pop punk, rock pop, you know, I like those four-part harmonies. So with girls' school, I don't get to do that very much. I've thrown a few in here and there when I can get away with it. But um, I like to do harmonies. I like to have sing-alongs, like, you know, the 80s anti-mix sing-alongs. I love those kind of songs. So when I'm writing, I write like that anyway. When it comes to girls' school, we don't do so many harmonies. We kind of take them down and strip it back a bit and make it a bit more raw. But with Sagittaria, I get to explore that a little bit more. Everybody in the band sings harmonies, so we, we just add to it layered harmonies on stage and we we're all able to do that on stage. 
So it's a different, it's the same, but different as well, if you know. I mean, it's more poppy inside here, a bit more pop punk. So there's a different element. So originally, a lot of girls' school fans did come, and I think they were expecting to see another girls' school, or when they didn't get that, oh, this is all right, and some of them stayed, and some of them didn't, because they wanted heavy rock. So in Sideria, I don't do as many solos. I, I, well, any solos, just like a little four-minute, uh, four-bar part, really. It's not, not, not a big solo like it would be in girls' school. Because I do that with girls' school, so why do the same thing twice? Oh, listen, I agree. But I'm, I'm just thinking as you're talking there, the fact that you're involved in two bands that are definitely different styles, it probably gives you... Um, it probably gives you a lot more freedom as a songwriter because if a particular tune comes into mind, you don't have to worry whether it fits a particular style because between the two bands, it's going to fit one of them, you know? So um, that's probably a great thing. And then, as you say, occasionally you have a crossover song uh, and both of them like it. And that's really cool that yeah. you, you have two different bands and they both record. I, I just, you know, it's it's... In years back and say the 60s and the 70s, maybe even into the 80s, you know, what would have happened if, say, something like yourself, you wanted to do something different, you might have left the band or the band might have broken yeah. up. But nowadays, people have a much more relaxed attitude that you can be involved in different projects and it doesn't dilute from your uh, performance in the band you're already in. People are quite happy to accept that. Yeah. In fact, I can think of many instances where people are multiple bands and it, it works really well. Yeah, I mean, I've been in, since I've been in uh, girls' school, which is nearly 25 years now, I've been in two bands pretty much all the time. Because when I actually joined girls' school, I was in another band at the time anyway. You know, so it was like, and that was more like a indie, indie rock, really. Yeah. Then, um, then I joined Blitzkrieg, which is a punk band from the 80s, which were like raw punk. So I've always been in two bands. And then I was in a glam rock band called uh, the Glam Rock All Stars, which were um, uh, the singer from Hello. The uh, two guys from the Glitter Bands. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I got from girls' school and the singer from the Doctor and the Medics, Clyde. So it was like a mishmash of different bands and we were doing glam rock songs. Jesus, know, like, that, that, that sounds amazing. That was <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. It was just so good. That was, But we just all took, because there were four different bands involved, we were always touring at different times, our Glitter Band or Doctor and the Medics or Hello or Girls' School. We were all on tour at different times, so we never really had time to rehearse much or, you know, getting the gigs to schedule in with all our four schedules were really, really difficult. So we did about three or four big festivals. An absolute blast that was. It was so much fun. I mean, one night I'm going on stage, going, no, 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 emergency. The next night I'm going, and I love your tag feet. <laughs> <laughs> angel face. Face of an angel. <laughs> you know, it becomes just so stunning. It's brilliant. Ah, uh, listen, you know, I, I, I loved, you see, I loved all those glam rock bands. God, if I had to know when that existed, I'd be definitely forced in line to see the... And tell me, did you record anything with that band? Is there anything that I can listen to or did you just... No, gig? unfortunately not. I mean, I did with Blitzkrieg. I did an album with Blitzkrieg uh, and, a, and an EP, I think. Um, but I never did anything with glam rock because we were about to do Glam Rock something. Schedules just got so, so tight, you know, it was just... It was almost impossible getting one day in a <laughs> three or four months where we could all four all, all four bands make it. Uh, so yeah, we had, it's a shame but it just kind of you know pitted out really, which is a real shame because it was just good fun with the guys as well. That's such a laugh, like you know, like the two guys from the uh, uh, 
when I'm trying to get the band to like five foot four, and then the drum was five, uh, six foot five, <laughs> and you've got me and uh, uh, Bob from Hello, like five foot six, seven, and then you've got Clive, the singer, who's six foot four as well. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's the weirdest look ever. And I go on stage in my black leathers, the girls school look, and uh, Bob from Hello went on his denims, the Hello look. Yes. The glitter boys went, on, the glitter band went on in their glitter claws. And then Clive from Doctor and the Medics went up in his big cape and his wings and his makeup. Ah, oh, that was, would have been that would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious.
Um, I'll tell you the one thing I know, and like I know you fairly well, but the one thing I know about you is that you're unpretentious. You're the same Jackie Chambers you've always been. You have talent and people love what you do. But you're still that girl. You're still that down-to-earth person that loves what you do and, and, and loves people. And, you know, any time we talk, it's, it's, I love it because it's, it's a real conversation. It's, it's, it's something lovely. And that's why you've been so successful. That's why so many people love what you do. And that will always continue. So you're heading off then with Girls School then over to France and Finland then next week. Is that right? Yeah. Thank you, first of all. But yeah, absolutely. We're on tour. We start the, the gigs are starting again now. I mean, I just did a new wave of classic rock with Cyteria just this weekend, which was brilliant. Seeing all the new up-and-coming classic rock bands, which is amazing. Festival like that. And then I go to Finland, to, uh, sorry, to France to play a festival next week. And then we're straight off to Finland. We're actually going to have a rehearsal in the middle to learn some of the new songs. Because <laughs> we've not had a chance to rehearse together yet. So... That put a couple of the new ones in the set, and yes, yeah, so Finland. We were supposed to go into America, but um, all these visa problems they're having in America now with the uh, immigrants and things and the Mexico borders and that. The, the the visa problem at the embassy is just too backlogged, so we won't get our visas in time for November. So we're postponing that till next year now. Yeah. So yeah, we've had a lot of problems with visas this year. South America, America. It's just been hard to, to deal with, you know. So we're going to postpone it till next year and hope that things have calmed down a little bit at the embassies. <laughs> and yeah, so we'll get there eventually. It's just uh, not going to be this year now. Yeah, that's a, that's a shame, really. But yeah, there seems to be a lot of hassle going on there at the minute. And, and you know, you know, I I kind of believe you know we should be citizens of the world. I mean, at the end of the yeah. day, if we're not mass mothers, if we haven't done whatever desperate things they define that stops us, if we're ordinary human beings that just want to explore the world, we should be allowed to do that. And certainly, as a musician, what you're doing, you're only trying to bring joy to people. So I mean. It to me, uh, the whole thing's very convoluted. There should be a much simpler system there. Oh, it's got so much more complicated since Brexit. It really has. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's got very complicated. And tell me something. Just when we're talking, them. when we're talking with that, Jackie, what about you? Know, you're going to France and Finland and stuff like that. Yeah. Was that difficult to put together because of the regulations, or not just as bad as the likes of the states? To start off with, straight after Brexit, it was almost like nobody's going because nobody can afford to go because you're paying taxes there and you're paying taxes here. Um, some countries have done away with that, some haven't. So it's just complicated. If you're doing a tour around Europe, you, you go to some places and you know you've got to fill out these carnets, which is like a, an inventory basically of everything you've got, and yeah, it's just complicated. You know, it's um, they're making it really hard to, for Brits to work out there. So uh, a lot of bands have just not bothered. Which kind of you know cutting off your nose to spite your face really if you want to get some British musicians out there it's just almost impossible unless you Coldplay or Elton John and you can afford to go out on tour with big buses and things you know it's, you struggle you struggle yeah and that's that's, that's sad 
that's really sad because music is such a lifeline to all of us. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, bands like yourselves, you know, that have, are, have brought so much joy to so many people and have fans all over the place, all over the world, across Europe, America, everywhere. It really, it, it's the last thing that should be happening. Things should be made yeah. easier. But, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon. All we can do at this stage is... Spread the word on the music and what you're doing and tell me something since I'm here in Ireland. Um, what about some Irish dates or Belfast dates? Is there anything oh, in the pipeline? I would love to. I mean, I don't know what happened last time. We had two or three books in and then they got, again, I think it was all transport problems and the costs. Yeah. It just got to the point where it's impossible at all unless you've got somebody putting up money for you to do it. Yeah. People think you make a fortune on tour. The only way you make money on tour is through merchandise. Yes. And yeah. then, of course, if you're playing clubs where they take their cut, then you're not able to do that either. So, you know, the, the bands at the bottom uh, who are just making money from merch can do that. But then bands like Girl School who would play places where they take cuts in places, they're taking 25% of your merch pot, uh, your merch um, sales, and straight away you've lost your earnings for that night. So that, that would have been paying for the hotel or whatever or the petrol. Yes. So even, even bands at our level are, are struggling, you know. So the ones above us, you know, the Iron Maidens and bands like that, they, they've got truckloads of merchandise. So mm. they can afford to do that. Yeah. Still not making as much money as they used to do, but, you know, they can probably afford to do that because they're getting a higher uh, fee as well. Yeah. But the middle, band, the middle bands are really struggling. And the bottom bands, are, the, the kids at the bottom, you know, that at least they don't have to pay the, uh, the costs on the... the percentage of sale on the merchandise to sell it hopefully they shouldn't be doing anyway so yeah they're just making it difficult at every stage so times we've had gigs booked and we've had to cancel them because it's just like it would have cost us money to go it would have literally cost us money to go out there no look at you you're so right and i mean i think you know governments and and even those those of us out there that have a vote and and love music you know that's a question that we should always be asking our politicians what are you going to do about this because Politicians respond to public pressure and, you know, there's lots of music fans in the UK as there is in Ireland, as there is in all the other countries. And maybe it's time we used our numbers as a voice to say, look, there has to be a better deal because, you know, if bands like yourselves are saying it's kind of borderline whether you play some places because of what's happening, that venues are allowed to take that cut. That's illegal in my, in my opinion what they're doing is illegal and they shouldn't be allowed to do it and, and they should be legally stopped from doing it. It's, it's, uh, you know. I mean, of course, then you got, it's like bands like Citeria who sort of like, we just want to get out to Northern Ireland or Ireland, you know, anywhere, really, we just want to go abroad. We just can't afford to do it because unless a promoter is willing to put all the money to put up lights or whatever, it literally costs the band so much money to go out there and, you know, if they don't promote it, because they're not, you know, in a position to say, well, we won't lose money anyway, because we're not paying them. Yeah. So they don't promote it properly. So promoters, are just putting it on. We go out there, there's 50 people in the audience, we've just paid hundreds of pounds for flights or ferries or whatever, and, and hotels and petrol and hire van. So then you just lose so much money. I know, I know, I know. Uh, look, at it's... Um it's, it's not the way things should be and, you know, hopefully in time maybe, you know, things will change. They have to because, you know, if they don't, 
uh, it'll, it, it, whatever about yourselves, certainly an up-and-coming band or someone that's trying to make their way out there, there's all sorts of obstacles in the way. But the only thing I say is, I think from a quality point of view, Jackie, that the amount of great music out there has never been better. I mean, some people say, oh, well, you know, the music of the 60s was great, and it was, or the music of the 70s, whatever. Absolutely. But as we stand here now, there's some amazing bands out there, young bands producing as good a music as, as ever, and somehow, way, we have to find a way to nurture that and 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 keep keep it going. And the whole... The whole thing has to change, Jackie. The whole, the whole, the way the way musicians are treated, the the, the, the everything has to change because I think we all realised when COVID happened and there was no live music and we couldn't yeah. go to a gig, Jackie. That's it. That's why we realised how much we missed it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's sometimes only we don't miss the water till the well runs dry and like there was a lot of there was a lot of Facebook live broadcasts and while they were great initially after a while watching someone on a TV screen and not being able to connect with them or you say after playing a blistering set but there's not one clap nobody no no applause no connection it's not the same um and i suppose that's the only thing i'd say that you know people maybe realize now actually it took them a while after covid restrictions ended for that fear to lift now we would have seen this year because i'm involved with the harvest blues fan this was our most successful year numbers wise people really come out now we were also lucky we had great weather it was 26 27 degrees which you hardly never have in ireland at this time of the year <laughs> but it was great and people were out you know singing dancing loving the music so there is there is still a great love for music out there and people want to see it but i think a lot of people even don't realize you know the the, the costs are involved in bringing it to them and like you know, I see venues like maybe where there's no admission on the door and a band is played and you can be sure the band's not getting a lot. Um, I, I I, just don't think music should be free. I think music is a service provided the same as a lot of other services. People have spent their time, their heart and soul to deliver something and, and there sh- the should be it should always be something because even someone that's working a minimum wage, they're getting a minimum wage, they're not asked to work for free. Um, somehow we've got to change that that yeah, whole I idea. I think people out there, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, it's such a luxurious thing, isn't it? You're getting paid for playing music. It's true, but they don't see the other hours that go into it. Like They don't see us getting up at four o'clock in the morning, loading a van in a freezing cold, lugging amps and drum kits and stands in there, then driving for five, six hours, taking it all out, setting it all up. You know, they don't see all that side of it and then getting back home at like two in the morning and loading it into your houses. That's that's the other part of it they don't see. So they think, oh, you should be doing this for free because it's like fun, which it is. The hour on stage, don't get me wrong, I love it. <laughs> but they don't see the work that goes into it and all the, you know, the ringing round you've got to do to get gigs to all that sort of stuff. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that they don't see. So I think, yeah, if they saw what we really did, the amount of time that goes into it, they'd realise, because Spotify, 
that's one of those things that I love it because it's a good you know it's a great thing to have but at the same time you have 20,000 downloads equals 10 pounds for a band I know that's not that's not 10 pounds each that's 10 pounds between us so it's like every 20,000 now years ago you get 10 pounds for CD the band would get five and the record company get five so five of you in a band you get a pound each that's every record so 20,000 records you have 20,000 quid now you get 10 pounds between you I know <laughs> so a massive massive difference you know it's huge so playing gigs that's where we rely on people come along support the bands and buy the merchandise or buy the CD online from them from their own shop so at least you know, they know they're getting the full amount of money rather than somebody else getting a cut. Oh, listen, you're you're so right. I knew all the things you said there, like getting up at four o'clock in the morning, packing the gear, getting it down, putting it up, and then when unpacking again, and I, I understand this to a degree because I, I was in Australia last year with my friend Jessie Jackson, and she was just a one-woman show, but there still was gear to be logged, packed, set mm. up, do a bit of a sound check, get all that. And then when you're finished, take it all down again, put it back in again. And everything uh, everything has a place. You have to pack it in a certain way to make everything fit. And <laughs> Yeah, and then eventually get to wherever it is you're going, home or whatever, and unwind, because you have to unwind a bit after yeah. doing a performance. And then maybe... Get a bite to eat or have a whatever and, and chill out for another day and then maybe in a few days' time do it all over again. So yeah. you're right. People but if you're on tour, that that is a constant thing, you know, that's what I mean I mean for bands that like sort of girls school level we have roadies who do most of that for us and we still in a van being driven around at least. But like bands like Siteria on that sort of first step as it were, we have to do all that ourselves, we have to drive ourselves. And then, you know, you do a gig, and then the next morning you, you have to get up at 8 or 9 o'clock and you get back on the road to the next one, you have to do all again. You're not getting to bed till 2, 3 in the morning sometimes. You still have to get up early just so you make the next gig because you've got hours to drive. You can't do a gig within a certain amount of miles vicinity. It's uh, a club regulation, obviously, so that you don't pull the same crowds. Yeah.
I think, you know, and I, I, there's many songs that I love and many bands that I love, but there's one song sticks out for me is, is the song that Bon Scott wrote for ACDC on the High Voltage album. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. And the, the lyrics, the lyrics in the song, you know, and even when I hear it, of course, as a teenager, it doesn't really strike into you until you actually experience it and then you realise this man knew what he was talking about. He actually had it on the money. You could do a, a song we've got, girls' school I've got called Take It Like a Band. Yes. Um, you know, yeah, Take It Like a Band. It's like, you know, you look at the planning for gigs sometimes, you go, Okay, we're in London tonight, then Glasgow tomorrow, then all the way back down to Wales. <laughs> Who did this route? <laughs> but, you know, that's what happens. You might be, you know, a hundred, I don't know, hours and hours, 13 hour drives sometimes. I'm a woman in America, you've got nine hour drives nearly every day. It's just like, ugh. <laughs> 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 that wasn't what we see. We've just gone past this city. Why didn't we do this day after? But you're not allowed to do that, of course, because the venues don't allow that. <laughs> and, and, you know, I suppose, and here's the funny part. You know, when you step up on that, on that stage, all the hours of driving, all the tiredness, mm-hmm. everything, when you hit that first note on that guitar and you're on stage, oh, yeah. it all fades away. Adrenaline kicks in straight away. I mean, you can be so tired and you're like, oh, God, I'm going to need a, another basket full of makeup before I walk on that stage. But as soon as you get up there, like you say, you get the crowd behind you and it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> tiredness goes out the window. It it goes to show you, but you know those of us that love music, mm-hmm. the powerful effect it has that it can take away all that frustration and tiredness yeah. and traveling. That's how much it's love. That's how much yeah. it's like. Yeah. It's like for me doing this. Like you know, I'm in my element talking to you. I love every second, and I'm, you know, I I I, I might have been tired and I've had COVID and you name it. But once I'm in the middle of this, I forget yeah. all about that. It's yeah. Just isn't it funny? It's uh, it's great, and it's same for the crowds as well. The people who go along, the fans who go along to the gigs, it's the same for them because they might be at work all day and like the last thing they want to do is go home and get changed and go out and drive. But once they get there, they think, Oh, thank goodness I made the effort. Oh, listen, I, 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 I remember one night I was going to see Status Quo in the Olympia Theatre in Dublin and uh, it was in the winter time and it was it was snowing, uh, it was cold and I said, oh, you know, but I said, no, I can't, can't miss this. Once I got inside the door and, you know, you said, Jesus, I wouldn't miss this for the world. Like, so it's, yeah. it's sometimes it's the thoughts of you earlier on, but then once we get there, it's a different yeah. story. Jackie, you know, I could talk to you for hours, but I know you're very busy and you have a lot of things on hand and you very graciously made time to talk to me this morning. And uh, you're, you're just, look, at, you're a great friend. You're a superhuman being and you have talent to born and it's obvious in whatever you do. I wish you all the best going to France and Finland next week. You'll rock the place. And... Uh, don't be long till we we we, we well, connect again. Hopefully, it's 
criteria will get out to an island at some point. Absolutely. <laughs> well, now got, now uh, I've got November free. I might be able to fit that in if we can get somebody to help us get out there. Yeah, listen, I'm I'm getting there. I mean, I'm doing a bit of work with Anthony at the minute. We did a gig in London and different bits and pieces and everything's working well. So I'm kind of new to this, but, uh, you know, I'm learning all the time and hopefully you and I will certainly do some business together in the not too distant future. Um, in the meantime, uh, enjoy the next few days. I hope you have a brilliant time. And I want to say on behalf of all the people that are listening in now and the people that love the music that you do, thank you so much for you and the rest of the girls and the many people like you out there that put your heart and soul into this and work so hard for us to get that joy every time you hit the stage. We can never thank you enough. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank you for the constant support. It's my absolute honour. And uh, as again, we, we talk again very soon, Jackie. Like a lighthouse in the sea
Big, big thank you to Jackie for doing the interview. As I said, all of us, we so appreciate the artists that take the time to speak with us here on the show, and Jackie's no exception. Uh, you also heard some other stuff there, Cyteria. You hear Chasing Dreams, which is from their new album called Cyteria World. Then another track from Girl School, then Invisible Killer, taken from their new album, uh, WT. F or 45 and then we finally finished off with Satiria again with Breaking Through as I said taken from the Satiria World album many thanks again to Jackie you know as I say I thank all the artists that take the time to speak with us and Jackie's no exception busy busy girl uh, but she's such a talent and such a wonderful human being delighted to have her as a friend so thank you so much now next up we have Sister Lucille and she is very excited and happy because she wants to tell the world go ahead, let's do it
That's Sister Lucille and Tell the World, and that's the title track from their brand new album. And I'll tell you, I've already listened to it. Great stuff, and that's a great track, so delighted to play that. Now we're at the point of the fans' favourite, and this week we're going to London, and it's the choice of Londoner Ronnie Hall. He's picked three crackers. First is Boss Skaggs and Lido Shuffle, followed by Frankie Valley in the fourth season. Don't think I played them guys in the show, but anyway, they're going to be played tonight, December 63. Uh, and that's taken from an album called Who Loves You that came out in 1975. Oh, by the way, the Boss Skaggs, Lido Shuffle, come off Silk Degrees that come out in 76. And then he's finishing off his trio of choices when he must love his funk and his dance because finally it's KC and the Sunshine Band and Get Down Tonight. Well, we are definitely going to get down with these three tracks, Boss Gags, Frankie Valley, and KC and the Sunshine Band. Press the button, Jerry. Saying why? 
Wow, really enjoyed that. I hope you're all out dancing now because they are dancing tunes. So I hope you're out there and enjoying yourselves. Because look, that's what it's all about, having a bit of fun, enjoying the music. Why not? And again, many thanks to Ronnie for sending us his choices. It's so appreciated. Now we're going to rock it a bit. We're going to go back in time to 1970 when this band just, they played the Isle of Wight Festival and after that things were never the same. This is free and the classic All Right Now. Let's move before they raise the pocket rate. Oh. 
Yeah, what a song, what a band. Uh, I mean, one of my all-time favourite bands. And then, of course, when then, when Free broke up, then Paul Rogers and Simon Kirk went on to form Bad Company. And again, look what they did too. Really great stuff. That was Free and All Right Now. Indeed it is. Next up is Beyond Unbroken. And they're a bit nervous because they say we're running out of time.
Yeah, that was Beyond Unbroken and uh, Running Out of Time. And that's the title track of their brand new album. So check that out. Now we have the Dark Lord himself, Gary Newman. And this is a track from his Intruder album that came out in 21. This one's called A Black Sun.
Yeah, I enjoyed that. That's Gary Newman and A Black Sun taken from his Intruder album to come out in 21. Now, here's somebody else. I just think he's the coolest dude on the planet. Billy Gibbons, or Billy F. Gibbons, when he's doing his solo stuff. Really laid back song. Love this. This is Vagabond Man.
Billy taking us on a walk in the desert there with Vagabond Man taken from his hardware album that came out in 2021. Now because of the vibe of that I thought this was the perfect match and this is ACDC from their Dirty Deeds Dundort Cheap album and this is the classic Bon and Ride On. But I ain't 
I know, you know, ACDC, uh, you know, they're known for their high voltage rock and roll, but that song is something really special. That's ACDC with Bon Scott at the controls and right on. Uh, beautiful song. Now, next up, we're going to have a bit of Dylan. Yeah, Bob's in the house. This is Bob Dylan. And from the Blood on the Tracks album that came out in 75, this is Tangled Up in Blue. Early one morning the sun was shining I was laying in bed 
Wondering if she'd change it all if her hair was still red Her folks, they said our lives together sure was gonna be rough They never did like mama's homemade dress Papa's bank book wasn't big enough And I was standing on the side of the road Rain falling on my shoes Heading out for the East Coast Lord knows I paid some dues Getting through Tangled up in blue She was married when we first met her, soon to be divorced I helped her out of a jam, I guess, but I used a little too much force We drove that car as far as we could, abandoned it out west Split up on the docks at night, both agreeing it was best And she turned around to look at me as I was walking away I heard her say over my shoulder, we'll meet again someday on the avenue Job in the great north woods Working as a cook for a spell But I never did like it all that much And one day the axe just fell So I drifted down to New Orleans Where I lucky with a being employed Working for a while on a fishing boat Right outside of Delacroix But all the while I was alone The past was close behind I seen a lot of women But she never escaped my mind And I just grew This place and I stopped in for a beer I just kept looking at the side of her face And the spotlight so clear and Later on when the crowd thinned out I was just about to do the same She was standing there in back of my chair I said, Timmy, don't I know your name? I muttered something underneath my breath She studied the lines of my face I must admit, felt a little uneasy When she bent down to tie the laces of my shoes I thought you'd never say hello, she said You look like a silent type And she opened up a book of poems And handed it to me Written by an Italian poet from the 13th century And every one of them words rang true And glowed like burning coal Pouring off of every page Like it was written in my soul For me to you.
really love that track that's bob dylan and a track from the blood on the tracks album tangled up in blue what a great track next up is george sanders and the parallels and this is simply called wild oh here let's hear it
Yeah, I like that. That was George Sanders and the Parallels and Wild. And that's a new EP called Hope Hotel. So we hope you enjoy that. Next up, we have The Rackery. Yeah, and it's called Smack Me Down. Hmm. was the rectory there and smacked me down and that's brand new from them now we're going back in time and i don't know why this song came into my mind and i said i i just love it and i i really want to play it this is phil collins and a track from his but seriously album that came out in 89 this was a huge hit from this is phil collins and another day in paradise 
about that song is very special when you listen to the lyrics too they're, they're 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 very very powerful that's phil collins and another day in paradise next up we have zenith and break you
Yeah, that was Zenith and Break You, and that's taken from a new EP called To The Top. I am sure that's exactly where they will go. Now, next up, we have Salt Water Sky, and this track's called Crazy Woman. Ooh. Yeah, that was Saltwater Sky, and that's Crazy Woman, and that's from a new album called You By My Side. Now, next up, we have Five Horse Johnson. God, I, <laughs> I tell you, that's some man if he can ride five horses the one time, but there you are. Five Horse Johnson, and this is called Lightning When I Need. Oh. 
Yeah, that was Five Horse Johnson and Lightning When I Need. And that come from an album released back in 1998 called Fat Black Pussycat. Okay. Now, this is brand new. This is Brothers Osborne and New Bad Habit. been a fan of these guys well for quite a while that's brothers osborne and new bad habit and that's taken from their latest album called brothers osborne great stuff now here's a band i seen was it last year europe and this is a new single from them and it's called hold your head up
Yeah, great. An absolutely fantastic band live. I don't think I've seen much better. I'd certainly go see them again. That was Europe and Hold Your Head Up, and that's brand new from them. Now, here's another band. I'm rather proud of these guys, too. This is U2, and they have a new single out called Atomic City. And, uh, you know, just recently, they played The Sphere in Las Vegas. And, you know, we've all seen the videos and looked at the magnificence of that. And, you know, we're a small little country, but we have some great artists, and I'm certainly very proud to to see that the very first band that played this iconic venue was an Irish band and by all accounts they've given stunning performances so this is the new single from U2 and by the way too get well soon to Larry Mullen Jr because Larry had an operation on his back and unfortunately he's not able to be with the guys at the minute I'm sure he's there in spirit, but we wish him well. We wish him a speedy recovery. He did play on this single. So here is the brand new single from U2, Atomic City.
Yeah, uh, there's a line in that, I think it says, if your dreams uh, don't scare you, they're not big enough. Someone else once quoted that to me too, so uh, very true words. Next up, well, now we're ready for the producer's pick, and as always, Graham has cracking tracks. The first one is Threshold and Let It Born, taken from the Dividing Lenses album that came out last year. And then Hammerfall and Last Man Standing, taken from an album released, well, actually it was an EP, sorry, released in 2009 called Any Means Necessary. Well, let's play them, Threshold and Hammerfall.
Yeah, yet again, two great tracks. Graham, thanks so much. Thanks for everything you do, not just that, but for everything you do with the show. It's so appreciated, brother. Next up, we have Blues Delight, and this is called Foolish Thing. Oh, 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 
Yeah, that was Blues Delight and Foolish Thing, and that track come from an album called Open All Night, come out in 2009. Now, we're moving up to the present day again. This is Fortune Child and a brand new single from them called Saints and Sin.
Yeah, I really like the cut of that. That's Fortune Child and Saints and Saints, and that's their brand new single. Now we're going back actually to 2011. This is Buddy Whittington, and this is a track from an album he released at the time called Six String Seven Galley. This one's called Fender Champ. <laughs> Champ taken from an album that came out in 2011 called Six String Seven Galley. Next up, well, uh, you know, we all know about Anthony Gomes uh, and, you know, the huge success he's had with the high voltage uh, uh, rock album. You know, it's been in album charts for 40 weeks and uh, no sign of it leaving it either. It's, I think, number six at the minute. But there is another Canadian too that uh, has uh, produced some amazing music and we're delighted to play him on the show. This is Philip Sayce and this is his new single, Oh That 
Bitches Brew. Oh, Philip. That's Philip Sayce and oh, that bitch's brew and that's a brand new from him. Now, brand new also is a track from the Chase Walker band. It's new from them and it's called No Good.
got me stirring up a fever I'm troubling in sweat It's like you're turning up the heater I get you out of my head You've got me shuffling and shaking You've got me under my skin It's with the moves that you've been making You keep pulling me back again But you're no Seductive kind of trouble anybody can see You'd make a holy man hustle Girl, you put the devil in me You got your wicked ways of working Something up your sleeve Oh, you must have put a curse on me the Chase Walker band and no good and uh, that's their new single and I tell you it's damn good <laughs> next up is Kira Mack and this is also a 2023 release this one's called Scorned <laughs> Demon looking angel that you've ever seen 
Yeah, that was Kira Mack and Scorned, and that's out now, and really like that. Here's someone else I really like, seen him at the Rory Festival, interviewed him, lovely young man with bags of talent, Lawrence Jones. And this is a track from his Bad Luck on the Blues album that came out early in the year, and this track is called Woman. <laughs> edge blues what else can you call it that's lawrence jones and woman and that's taken from his latest album called bad luck and the blues now next up this is um well this is the latest from lance lopez 
And this is Easy to Leave. And this is from his latest album called Trouble is Good.
Yeah, that was Lance Lopez, and easy to leave, and that's taken from his latest album called Trouble Is Good. Now, believe it or not, we're down to the last track. So, as always, before we play that, we have a number of people to thank. Uh, and again, I suppose maybe a little bit more than the usual, you know, the Lifetime Achievement Award in, in, in Irish show business for the Gallagher family to Johnny and Porig and Sean and all the rest of the family, you know, we're delighted for you. So we did celebrate that at the start of the show. And then, of course, um, Jackie Chambers, you know, uh, the torn up interview guest this week, not just representing one band, but two bands, Girls School and Citeria. Again, Jackie, thank you so much for doing that. And then, of course, Ronnie Hall from London with his selection of Boz Gags, Frankie Valley, and Casey and the Sunshine Band. Really appreciate it. And then, of course, excuse me, cough coming. <coughs> And then, of course, uh, we had the producer's pick as chosen by Graham Hilling from Threshold and Hammerfall. Um, and uh, again, of course, we can't forget to thank everyone here at Radio Home of Rock. The incredible work to do week in, week out. And the support to give me is unbelievable. And then Richard Lahama doing everybody at Making a Scene magazine. The great work they do too and all the various streaming platforms. Catch the show on Mixcloud as well. You know, it's easy to get. It's a great app. The sound quality is great. Have a listen in there and you can catch last week's show. This week's will be up shortly in a few days' time. Thank you, the listener. Thank you for listening in every week and, you know, keeping us up there. It's so appreciated. And also a big thank you to the artists and the record labels and the agents that send us in music almost on a daily basis. We love to get it. We like to hear it. And that's our job to see if we can help you take another step or two on your road to achieving your dream. But we're down to the last song. Now, this is a band, actually, myself and Anthony Gomes. It was so funny when we were doing the fourth anniversary show. We both picked this track on our separate lists. So they say great minds think alike. Well, that's what I'm going to pick anyway. We're going out with the Ghost Hounds and Between Me and the Devil, taken from an album called A Little Calamity, come out in 2021. So we're done and dusted for another week. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Certainly looking forward to having it, having you back next week when we do it all over again. And, you know, just remember, if you hear music that touches your heart, you know what to do. You tore it up. So, Ghost Hounds, play us out. See you next week. Look after yourselves. Love you all. Take care.